Welcome to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Now, let's meet our hosts. Hi, everybody. I'm Dana Crawford. And I'm Wayne Jordan. In today's episode number 19 of Flip It or Skip It, we're going to be talking about vintage Barbies. I am absolutely intrigued with the history of, of Barbie and uh, where they came from and, and where they've been. It's just fascinating stuff. Did you own Barbies when you were a young girl? Of course I did. I had um, my, my aunt actually passed down all her Barbies to me and they were all original Barbie dolls and I had the original all the original stuff that now would be worth a fortune mm-hmm. and um, I was I'm an only child and I was very we had a house cleaner and so I never had to clean my room mm-hmm. and my dad threatened me that he would throw out all my Barbies if I didn't clean my room. And of course, I called him out on it. And he came home and put all my Barbies in the garbage bag and threw them out. <laughs> oh, oh, that was the end of my Barbie collection. <laughs> oh, I, I, that, that strikes me to the core. I got a record for Christmas one year that my father hated. And he said, if you play that, I'm going to break it. And I thought he was kidding. It was, right. Christmas, it was Christmas Day, a Christmas present. He's not going to break it. Right. So I put it on, and guess what? Yep. He broke it. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a painful experience. So so uh, once Barbies became uh, collectible and worth a lot of money, did you throw that back at him? I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Several times <laughs> as I, yes, as I grew my eBay career and um, started you know, learning how to research and the value of things. And Barbie dolls, the original, you know, the 1958, 65, you know, all the way up to the 70s, they still hold fantastic value. Oh, some of those things are worth a lot of money. Yes. A lot of money. Um, are you familiar with Lily dolls? I'm not. Lily was actually the uh, forerunner of Barbie. Really? Yeah. In fact, if you look at pictures of Lily dolls and early Barbie dolls, Barbies are a knockoff of Lily's. Wow. Yeah, they are. Uh, You'll have to check that out. Really, you can't tell the difference. I I showed uh, three pictures to my wife this morning and said, one of these three is a Barbie. Which one is it? As she was familiar with early Barbies, so but she had to think about it and she had mm-hmm. to look. Mm-hmm. But after World War II, uh, there was a, a German newspaper called Bild, B-I-L-D, and they started running a cartoon called Lily, L-I-L-L-I, and Lily was the, the whole cartoon. It was all marketed to adult men. Lily was a gold digger. She wore skimpy outfits and she had big breasts and <laughs> long legs. She'd wear fishnet stockings and, and scanty skirts. In, in the days when, when uh, skirts were generally worn below the knees, hers were really short. 
it was such a hit that the newspaper decided they were going to have these dolls made. So they started to manufacture uh, Lily dolls, but they were marketed to adult men. They were sold in tobacco oh. shops and bars and, you know, places where, where men would hang out. They were gag gifts almost. Wow. The, the owner, uh, founder of, of Mattel, a woman named Ruth Handler, she's co-founder, took a tour of Europe and she saw these Zoli dolls and she bought a few of them and brought them back. And she reworked the concept, keeping the doll essentially the same. She targeted it to uh, adolescent girls, young women, made the doll sort of a fashion icon, came with accessories and, and so on, and, and uh, named the doll after her daughter. So uh, the, the origin, uh, although Barbie has always been an upstanding uh, professional woman, uh, her European cousin was a slut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so it was her cousin but it wasn't midge it was lily it was lily it was lily and if um you'll have to you can find lily lily dolls mm -hmm. uh, on ebay and of course worth point and and some of them are just as valuable as uh, barbie dolls thanks for bringing that to my attention because i am definitely I'm definitely looking forward to that. And then the Lily clothing, because Barbie doll clothing, I just ran an auction with some miscellaneous shoes and a few accessories, and it went for over $100, $150. And the key with those shoes, the biggest question people would ask me is if the bottom was stamped Japan or not on those shoes. And obviously, really? if they were stamped Japan, they seem to be worth more money. It's funny because when I first started on eBay and learning about, you know, getting past the Beanie Babies and the Star Wars toys and learning about Barbies, the first thing I learned about Barbies as you are thrifting is to actually, if she was wearing clothing, to pull down her pants and rub her butt and smell it. Now that sounds a little kinky to me. No. <laughs> That's And that right there is why I don't collect Barbies. <laughs> no, it's true, because if she smells like crayons, <laughs> or if she smells... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's continue to go down. This should make for very interesting. Okay, listeners. <laughs> Press record on your device and get this down. So... You would um, rub the bottom, but rub her butt, and then you would smell it because if it if it smelled like crayons or it had like that older older plastic scent, right? Or even greasy if it had. <laughs> no, it, but it's true. That's how you test the Barbie. Really, and it's funny because I I got to tell you I told my mother. You know, because I was teaching my mother how to look for Barbies when I discovered the value. Sure. And she actually called me from a thrift store and goes, hold on, what am I supposed to smell on this butt? <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think I remember those. Weren't those marketed as scratch and sniff Barbie? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. I think that collectors discovered that later. Right. That, I mean, even the greasy face Barbie. Right. Well, you'll be able to date that. And then it depends on the part of the hair. 
So like if her hair is parted on the side, if she's a bubble cut hairstyle, and if it's parted on the side, it's more valuable. And the thing is, some people would actually comb the hair on their Barbie to the side purposely Mm -hmm. to pass it off as a side part. And I actually had someone call me out on that. I listed it on eBay and I didn't mess with her hair. I just assumed she was a side part and I listed it as a side part. And within the hour, Barbie collectors (laughs) were messaging me on eBay going, excuse me, this is not a side part Barbie, blah, 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 blah. And so I was like, excuse me. So I ended the listing and then listed it properly and um, set it up, you know, the properly, the proper style that it was right. not a side part. How, how can you tell? How do you know whether it's was made that way or if somebody changed it that way? If you look deep enough into the, the hair scalp, you can tell if the part is, is um, manipulated or if it's actually the way that the strands are embedded. Inserted into the head, right? Right. You can tell. Yeah, I see a lot of um, ponytail Barbies. They were Some of the early ones were all ponytails. Yes, the ponytail Barbie was the earliest. And there's a number 850 Barbie. And number 850 is, is pretty much the basic body of all the Barbie dolls. But Mm -hmm. the ponytail Barbie is the very first Barbie doll, and she was modified six times between 1959 and 1965. Modified. So it's it's difficult. Is there a a book or reference guide that can step people through all of these various models? Because I know there's a lot of them. I I read uh, recently that Barbie had something like 180 or 190 careers, mm-hmm. you know, various models, and and of course, I don't I don't see how that's a particularly good role model for a young woman. I mean, face it, the woman can't keep a job. <laughs> well, and that <laughs> it's funny that you say that because there there are a, a lot of different careers through Barbie throughout the years. However, mm-hmm. the early Barbie had the typical type of um, clothing, like evening wear, and it was never office wear, and it was right. never, <laughs> it was not, you know, any type of career wear. It was all different events, evening mm-hmm. wear, um, ball gowns, picnic dresses. Right. You know, those kind of things on the early ones. And if you have, if you can, if you find an original Barbie and if you can get the original clothing, sometimes it's worth trying to buy the clothes so that you can Mm -hmm. fully dress her properly and have a stand and you will get more money if you can, you know, dress her up with some original clothing. All right, this is a good spot to take a break. So we're going to pause for a message from our sponsor. And we'll be right back. Dealers, you don't have to build your own reference library. WorthPoint has done it for you. With WorthPoint's digital library, you can access over 1,000 books on antiques and collectibles in one convenient place. Find the info you need quickly. Search books by title or author or subject. 
Dig deep using a keyword search. Don't waste time digging through pages of Google results. Get there quicker with WorthPoint. For a seven-day, seven-look-up free trial, go to worthpoint.com. Okay, we're back. Yours truly, Wayne Jordan and Dana Crawford. And we're talking about flipping vintage Barbies. Now, WorthPoint has some fantastic books in the library. There's one called Barbie Fashion, and it's the volume one, 1959 through 1967. Right. They have a book on, um, they have volume two also from 1968 to 1964. Mm -hmm. Barbie Exclusive Identification and Value. That's the book you want to study over at WorthPoint. It's Mm -hmm. You can spend all the time in the world. You don't have to have that book at home in your library. You can just log on to WorthPoint and go to uh, the library and then put in, just put in Barbie, and you'll see huh. the the nice selection. They even have the breakdown of Skipper. They have an illustrated price guide to collectibles, and mm-hmm. they have the story, the history of Barbie that's huh. just fascinating. Huh. In your experience selling these online, have you found that some professions or styles of Barbie sell better than others? I have found that the the hairstyle is what, it, it's all a process. So it, it just depends on a, new, a number of things, like mm-hmm. what, what kind of marking is on the bottom. Right. Um, what kind of marking is on the bottom is going to be a, a a big game changer. So if What do you mean by marking? Well, the number 850, the common number 850 Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. From 1961 to 1962, the bottom, the butt cheek is going to be marked Barbie with the copyright patents pending. Right. MCMLV111 by Mattel. They're marked that way. Then if you find one that says Midge, trademark, 1962, Barbie, 1958, by Mattel, those came out in 1963. Hmm. But even though it says 1962, Midge, and some right. people get confused because they'll find a Barbie doll and they'll see that the bot- the butt is marked Midge, so they think it's not Barbie. They think it's Midge, but it's... right. It's truly Barbie. And then in 1964, the word patent, spelled out patent, was added to the butt. Mm-hmm. So the best thing to do is when you, you know, after you you determine that it's an older one by the smell or or the, the greasiness or the skin tone, and you can just pick it up and say, wow, this just doesn't feel right, right. then chances are you've got a vintage Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. And then if you check the date, the marking on it, and just take that marking into a Google search if you want, and mm-hmm. and you can find a lot of information about how to date your Barbie doll. And then the next thing you to pay attention to is the hairstyle is and the lips. <laughs> the lips. The lips, because there's the platinum bubble cut Barbie has several different tones on her lips. Mm. In 1963, she had a white, a white tone lip. And then in 1964, she had more of a a pink or an orangish color lip. 
and also the toenails and the fingernails. They were painted in in um, during different years. Hmm. So there's so much to learn about Barbies. And because there's so much, uh, of course, when you're doing an eBay listing, you take lots of pictures. That's the uh, what what specifically do you need to show in the pictures and in your title and your description to have an effective Barbie listing? Well, I've done about $2,000 in Barbie sales since in the last four months, say three mm-hmm. or four months. And the number one thing that I start my sentence with on my listing description is the date. So I like to start with the actual date of the Barbie doll. And then, um, like, for example, I sold one for $255. My title read 1964 Blonde Swirl Ponytail Barbie Doll, number 850 in registered nurse uniform. Mm -hmm. And I also added the word dress. So uniform dress. So the Barbies that had there were registered nurses and they actually came with the little pin. Also the airline, there was the airline um, Barbie doll that had, um, that I actually sold right away on that one. The 1965, there was a red hair Titan and she had red, bright red hair. So it was really important to include the word Titan. Now she was a fashion editor. And her clothing was for the fashion editor, including her shoes. And I and I sold that one for three hundred forty dollars. Mm-hmm. And it was because I had her dressed in the the proper outfit. Where do you find these? I mean, I, of course, you're you're a consignment seller, right? But if you're out, I mean, where where do you run into these? They're they're so popular, and everybody grabs them. Is this the kind of thing that you can go out to estate sales and yard sales and find Barbies at a reasonable price? Absolutely. People that are having the, the like the garage sales, they'll bring out the toy box and they just usually separate, you know, they'll put all the Barbie dolls in one, they'll put all the toys right. in one, or they'll have them all totally mixed together. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I've bought at estate sales or garage sales. In Florida, we have a lot of garage sales. So I attend those the most. And the last one I was at, she had a box full of Barbie dolls and they were all mixed up. So some were newer, some were older, but they were all together. So they don't bother to separate them or to look at the markings on them. They just throw them all in a box. So you may come home with some worthless ones and that's okay because you can actually bulk those and mm-hmm. sometimes people will and put them on auction and just right. bulk the 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 ones that aren't worth much right. together and move those and then the ones that are worth the most I would spend some time and try to find some uh, quality clothing right. on eBay because you can find really good Barbie doll authentic original clothing the thing you want to pay attention to is if they have the mattel label sewn in to the dresses and Mm -hmm. because if the mattel label isn't sewn in sometimes i worry that it's a 
a fake. Right. <laughs> it's not a, a real dress. So hmm. if you flip it over and if the person has enough photos, just like with your Louis Vuittons, you can zoom in and look at the stitching. Right. And you can tell a zigzag stitch from a straight stitch if it's uh -huh. been um, somebody's little, you know, singer sewing machine whipping those up versus um, the proper dressmaker for Barbie. Say you find a blue polka dot dress. You can start with a Google search, Barbie, blue, polka dot dress, and then just start narrowing it down until you see, um, go to Google images until right. you can find an exact match. And then once you have a match, now you have a name for that dress. And then you can do a search for the accessories that came with that dress. Mm -hmm. So if you can find all the accessories, if it came with a hat, a purse, a clutch, what kind of shoes, were they wedge, were they heels, were they open toe? And is that the kind of thing that you find in boxes at garage sales? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I'll find more Barbie doll shoes and things like that at the bottom of a box, especially right. if they're with even mixed in with right. little people toys and they're mixed in with all of the junk. And sometimes it's worth just buying that whole box and coming home and having fun sorting. I've seen lots of boxes like that at estate sales and garage sales and why kids can be hard on toys right so it's not unusual to find uh dolls and and gi joes and things like that with missing limbs and <laughs> uh, this might be sound like a strange question but can barbies be bought and sold for parts parts is parts <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I I actually sold um I found a midge head one time, just the her just her head. And right. and I think I got like $80 for that, just her head. Really? Wow. And I recently sold um a talking a 1968 talking Mattel Barbie that had a broken leg and mm -hmm. and she didn't work. She didn't talk anymore. And I just put that up for auction because I had no clue if people were going to be interested in this. And she actually sold for $53. Wow. With a broken leg. Now, have you ever run across or, or sold or handled a Marie Antoinette Barbie? I have not. Just, just curious because I've always wondered about the Marie Antoinette Barbie if it comes with a removable head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, Wayne. <laughs> Off with her head. Uh, the accessories could come with a little guillotine <laughs> and, a, and a cake recipe. <laughs> well, I can remember years ago people making up. I'm sure there's even a quarantine Barbie by now. But Probably. there's there's people will make up little um, gag kind of Barbie doll kits. Mm -hmm. And, right. you know, there's also original one of a kind, or they're called Oak, O-O-O-I-K. If mm -hmm. you do a search, original one of a kind Barbies, you'd be shocked at. So if you just put in eBay for fun, O-O-A-K Barbie doll, it means original one of a kind. You will see that there's all kinds of people just creating characters of Barbies. Um, there's a queen of Spain. There's Barbies that people have painted. There's a, a regal queen Elizabeth. 
they're hand done mm -hmm. by artists that have fun doing it, I suppose. <laughs> hmm. And they just create these dolls. And then they'll also make um, like cartoon characters. So if you're creative and you get some old Barbies, you can you can test your skills. So they do sell um, the Barbie accessories. So don't pass those up because if you're, again, digging through those boxes, you may find parts that go to the, the plane or there's also the camping kit or the VW bus, <laughs> the dream car. There's all kinds of accessories. Eventually, I don't know what year they started, but they came out with the it's Happy Holidays Barbie started in 1988. Mm -hmm. And that was when I would started buying those. I have twin girls and mm -hmm. and they were born in 88. So I started buying them the Happy Holiday Barbies. Right. And they're not worth hardly anything. Like mm. <laughs> I also bought them all of the the Spice Girls Barbies, I, I was at Toys R Us or somewhere and they were on sale. So I thought, you know what, these could be valuable for my daughter someday. So I bought them each a set of Spice Girls Barbies. And then I said, you can't open the box. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't play with these, but they'll look oh, no. so cute up on the shelf. And so I, I had them up on their shelves in each of their rooms. And then they went off to college. And I was, you know, cleaning their room and, and sorting stuff out. And, and I thought, oh, let me put these Barbies away safely. And as I started to put them away, I noticed the box had been opened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so they carefully opened the boxes and took them out, obviously, and mm -hmm. then tried to put the accessories back in place. But now they were tampered. You know, I was like, oh, my God, they've ruined the value on these Oh no! But shame on them for playing with their toys. <laughs> no, what I mean, shame on them. They've ruined the value now. Yeah, good that they got some use out of them. That's They'll have right. Fo have fond memories of the short time spent with their Barbie dolls. Right. <laughs> well, they did pay for a few college books because I did sell them. All right. Well, on that note, let's uh, close out episode nineteen uh, as an act of kindness to our listeners who. Won't have to put up with our silliness anymore. But uh, despite some of the directions that this conversation has gone, Barbies are still gold. So if you see them, uh, pick them up, and you can certainly flip them. So uh, until next week, Dana? Yes. Have a good week. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint.com, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. WorthPoint.